0: Natural means. He also clearly communicated with men and women from all walks of life regarding matters of seemingly lesser importance. What significance does this hold for Christians today? Does God give specific guidance to people? If so, how does He do it? Does He only use the words of Scripture? Does He still speak through dreams and visions? We contend that God does speak to His people. However, people must be prepared to hear what he is saying. It is crucial that Christians clearly understand what God is communicating to them and know how to respond appropriately. The question, then, is not whether God speaks to his people, but how he does so. Perhaps you've been confused about what God is saying to you. You may have been taught that God does not speak to people. Maybe you have grown disillusioned because of professing Christians who claim God speaks to them in excessive and unbiblical ways. If you have not heard God speak to you, perhaps you have come to assume your experience is normative for the Christian life. This book is written to help you clearly recognize God's voice. When God speaks, He does not give new revelation about Himself that contradicts what He has already revealed in Scripture. Rather, God speaks to give application of His Word to the specific circumstances in your life. When God speaks to you, He is not writing a new book of Scripture. Rather, He is applying to your life what He has already said in His Word. Throughout the Bible, whenever God spoke to someone, that person's life was never the same again. The same is true today. Our prayer is that as you listen to what God is saying to you, You will respond in love and obedience, and your life will be transformed as well. The director of immunology did come to understand what God was telling him to do. In his case, the call of God he had first heard as a teenager remained unchanged after all those years. Doug resigned his position at the research hospital and applied to be a foreign missionary. He was appointed and sent to serve in Uganda, Africa a region with one of the highest concentrations of AIDS cases in the world. He currently administers a hospital, continues to conduct AIDS research, and has worked with the Ugandan government. He and his family are making a positive difference for God's kingdom in Africa as they jointly experience the joy of knowing they are in the center of God's will. Be encouraged. God, who spoke to Adam and Eve in the garden and spoke to Moses at the burning bush, said to his disciples, but your eyes are blessed, because they do see, and your ears, because they do hear. Matthew 13:16. He said to the churches in Revelation, Anyone who has an ear should listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. Revelations 2, 7, 11, 17, 29, 3, 6, 13, 22 He wants you to hear His voice, recognize it, and follow Him too. Our prayer is that we can help you in the process. Oswald Chambers is best known for the widely read devotional book, My Utmost for His Highest, a collection of his teachings assembled and published by his devoted wife, Biddy, after his death. Generations of Christians the world over have grown closer to the Lord because of this classic book and the wisdom contained within it. Chambers served during World War I as a chaplain for the British forces. When he was sent to Egypt, he initially went alone, considering the circumstances too dangerous to bring his family. Biddy was as eager to join him as he was to have her come. But as a husband and father, Chambers wanted to avoid an unwise decision that could endanger his family. So Chambers did what he always did. He sought God's specific guidance in the matter. He read Mark 9, 8, as well as Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart." God spoke to him through his word, confirming to Chambers that he should invite his family to join him immediately. Chambers observed No man, by mere high human wisdom, would dare undertake a step for Jesus' sake unless he knows that the Holy Spirit has directly spoken to him. As it turned out, Oswald Chambers died during the war. However, Biddy had spent many evenings sitting in the tent listening as her husband shared God's word with the soldiers. She had taken fastidious notes which eventually helped serve as the basis for several books. Those writings have in turn affected millions of lives. Had she not been there, much of what Chambers said would have been lost. Plenty of biblical evidence shows that God communicates with people and that he has done so throughout the generations. But what does this mean to those of us who seek his voice today? The Bible makes an intriguing distinction. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. Psalms 103, 7. The Israelites could cite many instances when the Lord spoke to their forefathers. They had personally experienced several compelling encounters with Him. However, they apparently viewed these as random events. They did not learn about God Himself from their experiences. Moses, on the other hand, saw beyond the act of God speaking. He was enlightened to understand the purpose behind the words. This distinction between God's acts and His ways is a significant one. God speaks uniquely. Saul of Tarsus was a Pharisee, zealous, self-righteous, and proud. Are we surprised that he met Christ in a sensational and humbling fashion? God's first words to young Samuel, on the other hand, were spoken in a quiet gentle voice in the stillness of the night. Encounters between God and individuals matched not only the person's character, but also the circumstances. Saul's was a dramatic public experience. Samuel's was a gentle private one. Still, each heard the Lord calling him by name. God speaks personally. We are creatures of convenience. We love to find formulas that work and apply them everywhere we can. This helps to simplify our lives, and that's not a bad thing. But God does not limit himself to a formula how often people say if god would just speak to me in an audible voice then i would believe him hebrews 11:6 explains without faith it is impossible to please god holman christian standard bible hcsb god's choice to communicate in so many diverse ways forces us to put our faith in him not a method we do not seek a word from god to prove he is real so we can have a relationship with him Rather, as we seek to develop an intimate relationship with him, we will hear him speak to us. James four eight. God Speaks Progressively The Bible reveals a progressive pattern in the way God communicated with people. In Old Testament times, the Heavenly Father spoke in multiple ways. The Gospels tell us God fulfilled the Old Testament prophecies and deepened his relationship with his people by sending his Son. After Christ's ascension, God sent the Spirit and established the Church, continuing to communicate with His people. Jesus said it was to His disciples' advantage that He leave them so that they would receive the Holy Spirit. God also relates to individuals in a progressive way. In the Bible, someone's first meeting with God is often more dramatic than later encounters. The original discourse between God and Moses was the burning bush experience. A bright light literally blinded Saul of Tarsus when the risen Christ first confronted him. Likewise, Ezekiel's first encounter with God was unforgettable, as he saw a great cloud with fire flashing and heavenly messengers within it. Ezekiel 1, 4-21. However, as each of these men grew in his relationship with God, God did not always need to use such dramatic means to gain their attention and to communicate His will. For example, the Apostle Paul mentions hearing from God often, but apart from a couple of exceptions, the manner he describes seems to indicate an intimate daily communication, not a string of earth-shattering events. Many people seek a series of spectacular experiences with God, but biblically, the dramatic seems to be the exception rather than the norm. God seeks a dynamic, growing relationship with his people— so he speaks progressively to individuals. He guides people step by step, day by day, each new word building upon what he said previously. When God first spoke to Abraham, it was to tell him to leave his homeland and to go to a different place. At first, God didn't even tell him where his new home would be. After following God for almost 45 years, Abraham received the command to sacrifice his only son, Genesis 22, 1-3. It is doubtful Abraham would have been prepared for such a difficult word at the outset of his walk with God. Likewise, Jesus taught his disciples in a progressive way. He did not speak to them about the cross, for example, until they had first come to understand that he was the Christ. Matthew sixteen thirteen through 21 They simply were not ready for such a stunning revelation before then. God speaks consistently. We must be cautious when we say, God always or God never, because God is God. He can do what he chooses when he chooses.